0: What's up, you guys? Welcome back to your favorite podcast of the week, Brunch with Desby. If you're new here or nosy, um, I mean just new, welcome. And if you're not new here, welcome back. You guys know the drill. Your favorite Sunday, your favorite start to the week, your favorite person, maybe, maybe, probably not, but at least maybe one of your favorite people in a podcast that you can truly love and truly enjoy. Um, I'm so excited to be back with you guys today. Pretty huge fucking things happening. Okay. First off today is the first day, um, that I have a nanny. So if you're listening to this, it is, it's actually Thursday. Okay. <laughs> this release is Sunday. Um, but I have a nanny for the first time slash babysitter, right? So babysitter is someone who like comes in every once in a while. The reason why it is for me a nanny is because someone I'm planning on being reoccurring, um, probably going to be a few times a week, ideally. And, um, someone that I can truly like enjoy their presence and really like evolve into a part of the family. You know what I mean? So I'm really excited, um, to not only give someone a job, first off, um, but also have someone to help. So I've actually, it's 1130 P or AM right now. And I've been in my office since about 1030. So about an hour, but it's been an hour of uninterrupted time. And I don't have to check the baby monitor thinking he might be awake from a nap. Like I'm, I'm, he's literally awake. Um, and I have a nanny like it's, I already am like kicking myself for not doing this sooner However, I will say I was not in a mental space to do it sooner. I was, I was a crazy mom. Not really. I'm gaslighting myself. Um, but I was just, I wasn't ready for it and that's okay. Different moms are ready at different times. And for me, um, I just, I wasn't ready to give up the time that I had with him. And I'm also very stubborn and headstrong and I didn't think that I needed help. Um, but you guys know that my mental health has been really dragging the past few weeks. Um, and so I, I I knew I was ready for help, Um, and I'm very glad that I got it. So we're trialing. um, I'm trialing two different people. Um, Right now is nanny number one. (laughs) Um, So we will see how it goes so far. It's been just fantastic. Um, It has been just a great experience already, and uh, both have had experience. So it's like you can tell this isn't their first rodeo, um, which also gives me ease. So um, she's actually putting Maddox down for a nap right now. I decided to let her do that um, because I, it's a very sacred time for me. I love putting Maddox down for naps. I get to rock him. It's just me and him. He's sleepy. It's cute. But um, I know that in order for me to also get a lot more done, those are tasks that not every day I, I need to do. And it's okay. It's okay. He knows that I'm his mom and I'm not going to be replaced. Um, and I just have to remember that. And again, it's just a weird new thing. So here we are. Um, but I'm very happy. I'm very excited. So I'm able to sit here and do this with you guys without having to stress. I'm going to, after this, go get changed, go work out. Um, like it's just, it's already been a really productive morning. i just feel like I've been again, uninterrupted for an hour. It's just a different type of of work. (laughs) So, um, other than that, again, thank you for coming to the podcast. I did want to give a little update as well about my doctor's appointment. So last week I told you guys, I just had a lot of stress. Um, I was very, very scared and it was a really hard week leading up to Monday. So I was trying to change my doctor's appointment. I did call the earliest they could get me in was one day earlier. I was like, okay, whatever. So I went on Monday. Um, Right when you go in, every time you take a pee test. So I kind of assumed if there was something wrong in some facet, they could maybe tell by my urine right away. Um, so they didn't say anything. Doctor came in. I talked to her. Um, I discussed everything. And um, you know, asked me questions. How's everything going? You know, whatever. Um, so every, everything looked great. And then um, we got to the point where she kind of asked, you know, have you been feeling the baby yet? And I just started to bawl and I just said, yes, but like, I not a lot. And I, here's how I feel. Here's why. And she spoke to me so kindly. I felt so supported. Then she took the Doppler, which I just have a fear of Dopplers, um, for, I can tell you why in a second, but, um, she took the Doppler and I immediately, immediately picked up the baby's heartbeat. Like baby was like, what's up? Ready to play. And, um, I just started crying and I was just so happy. It, it just gave me a sense of relief and a remem- uh, reminder that this is, I, I'm, it's, I'm doing all I can. I'm doing all I can. Um, so that was really great. And um, after that, um, I was about to leave, but because of you guys on my sunscreen and sarcasm account, I spoke up. And I said, you know what? I've been really struggling mentally. I feel like I might be getting a perinatal mood disorder. I feel like I might be a little bit depressed and have anxiety. I'm having a short fuse with my son. This, I just kind of unloaded in um, trauma dumps. <laughs> but um, again, very supported. She said, I would love for you to try with your nanny. Um, like try with a nanny for a few weeks or a week or two. And if it gets worse, I need you to call me right away. We'll get you in and we'll get you taken care of. Um, and so because of you guys being so vulnerable and open with me of your mental health and just like being pregnant while on antidepressants or anti-anxiety medication, whatever it might be, I, I had the balls to speak up because, you know, I often am like, Oh, I'm just being dramatic. I'm, I'm fine. I'm fine but I was like, you know what? No, I'm not. And I need to tell her this. I need her to document it because I need her to check on me. You know what I mean? So it was great. Um, I feel great. And I'm just kind of playing it by ear. Um, because I, I, I don't want to resort to medicine if I don't have to, obviously. Um, but maybe with the nanny taking some off of me, um, it'll be helpful. So, um, then quick, why do I hate Dopplers? (laughs) So a lot of people told me, you know, when I was, said I was stressed, they're like, why don't you just get an at-home Doppler? It helped me so much, you know, whatever. Totally respect it because my first pregnancy with Maddox, I got a Doppler too. Um, I bought one and I didn't use it often. I maybe used it like twice total. Um, and it was just like cute and I felt special and, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, look, why listen to it? You know, at this time, why it couldn't come to my doctor's appointments. So he had never like heard the heartbeat, you know, um, besides me recording it. So that was fun for us. But the day that I ended up going into labor with Maddox, um, I went out, like took the trash out, came back in. I literally remember the day, like it was yesterday. And I finally sat down on the bed and started crying and Wyatt asked me what's wrong. And I said, I haven't felt Maddox kick. Um, I just don't know, like, I just, I don't feel right. And he's like, well, I'm sure everything's okay. You know, trying to like talk me down like a typical husband would. Um, but I immediately grabbed out my Doppler, lubed it up and went to my belly. Cause again, I had not felt him kick. And I tried to to find him on the Doppler and it was completely silent. And at this time I had already thought that Maddox was um, not alive. And it immediately forced me. Like I started bawling. Um, I was hysterically crying. I, cause I couldn't find him. I was searching for probably 20 seconds frantically all around my belly, all around by my pelvic bone, everywhere where the baby would be. And I was like, why is this happening? Maddox is like, he should, he's big enough. I can find him. It's not like he's a little tadpole. Um, so from that point on, I vowed, I will never use a Doppler again at home. It was terrifying. It was traumatic. And I, I need to trust my body. And that's what I wanna do. So um, that's why I don't like Dopplers. Now, am I advocate of them? If you wanna use one, go ahead. Um, But it was the same thing with like the heart rate monitors. Once they got home, you know, like the Owlet sock and stuff like that. Um, People were like, you should use one. You know, he's a NICU baby. It might make you feel better. It's like, no, 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 (laughs) no. Because all I heard for six weeks was beep, beep, you know, beep, 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 all of these bells and whistles every fucking day. The last thing I need to see is his O2 and sats dropping. You know what I mean? Like I I've done it enough. Um, I need to trust him and I need to trust that he is built and ready to be a baby. You know what I mean? So, um, anyways, short story there, sorry, but, um, that's kind of where I'm at with that. And, um, so anyways, mental health has been better. Um, but we'll get into that in a second. So obviously, um, this podcast, I clickbaited. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. Because YouTubers clickbait all the fucking time. A lot of other podcasters clickbait all the time. Hello, it's called fucking marketing. It's funny as shit. And you know what? If you're gonna have people that listen because of a fancy title, that is called being smart. Okay? At the end of the day, I again, I say this every time, but I don't make money from downloads. So if I have someone on here nosy as shit right now listening and they're like, ah, she just wants to make money. Um, I don't make jack shit. I'm actually wasting time telling you what's going on in my life. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, all respect, all love. But I do get a lot of questions about where, why it is and the dogs and what's going on. And um, I figured today was the day that I needed to come clean and be very open about what was going on. Um, also it'll just give me a good reference podcast. So when people ask me, um, I can send them right here and say, don't fucking ask again. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but uh, a few updates before holiday merch, still kicking, still lit. Um, I actually just got one of my mugs in so fucking cute. The happy holidays with the little, um, snowman on it. So cute. And so that's available um, in the description obviously and again if you guys are ever struggling with mental health like i have i have been using BetterHelp and still do you can use code desby to sign up today you get matched with a therapist within 48 hours, you can be talking to someone immediately. Um, it's not a helpline, it's not you know a, a suicide hotline, but the, it is a therapist and a licensed therapist that could specialize in something that you don't actually have around you that you need help with. Um, using code DESB, you get 10% off your first month and I would highly encourage anyone to just try it. Just try it for a month. It's from the comfort of your own home or wherever you're at. You can voice call. Um, you can video call. You can text them. They can give you worksheets. They can give you tips, tricks. I mean, these are licensed folks, okay? This is not just like a someone who's gone through a hard time too and they sympathize with you. This is, this is help. Um, so again, BetterHelp, they do sponsor this podcast by that, simply meaning if you do use my code, it does support me. Um, so that is one way that I do find ways to make income to pay for this podcast and produce it so that is the one way I do quote make money but I don't make money by you listening you have to like use the code right so (laughs) they don't like pay me per episode um but yeah so that and then um I think other than that I mean six weeks to slay dude we're killing four weeks for gains um it's been really a fun fucking program been the first time in months I've actually hit the gym like five times a week consistently with actual strength training, um, and circuit training. And we, it's been awesome. So six weeks to slay launches. We'll have pre-registration up hopefully by this coming week, um, or next, and you can secure your spot for that. Um, we don't, you don't have to like pay right now. It's just simply pre-registering you. So you're like on the email list and you do not miss the links. Um, because everyone always has FOMO. I'm telling you after our fucking challenges, they finally bite the bullet and they do one and they're pissed that they haven't done them sooner like I'm literally not even lying I'm not making it up I'm not just join my challenge no like we we literally created something that no one else can replicate period and I'm confident in saying that so um okay I think I've rambled enough let's get into the podcast Maddox played with my podcast unit and so even when I started I was like muted I didn't know what the fuck was going on so the buttons are all messed up too it's all his fault um but okay (sighs) I it's come to my attention that Pete Davidson has a huge dick okay not how I thought we were going to start but can we first just acknowledge Pete Davidson can take any woman he can probably take any man as well like I'm not sure what's going on in celebrity world right now but I feel like there are the weirdest couples the weirdest engagements the weirdest comebacks the weirdest glow-ups the weirdest everything and pete davidson seems to be at the center of every fucking thing and i don't know why um also that's me being dramatic but like come on if like literally i saw this tweet the other day that cracked me the fuck up It said if you don't treat your girl right pete davidson will (laughs) and i just laugh because like he is he is the one of the most irrelevant people in the celebrity world like sure he's funny SNL you know I get it he has a presence but he's not like this top hottie however he's gained so much random clout over the past year or two um even few more from like dating Ariana to now and I mean if he's actually dating Kim Kardashian like I'm just what what the fuck um but I just thought that was so funny and it's one of those things that has just been on my mind I'm like is he hot is he not like, I, I genuinely don't know. He's almost like ugly hot. I don't know. You guys will have to tell me. I'll have to put a poll on brunch with Desby today. Like is Pete Davidson attractive period? Is he attractive? And then like follow it up. Is it looks or is it personality? Because like, I just don't think that he has both. I'm, I'm unsure. Is it cause he's funny? He looks hot or is it cause he's hot? He's hot. Like I, I, I must know. Um, However, I will say I'm not quite sold on him and Kim. I think that there's a lot of just shit that goes on to cover people in the celebrity world. Mm, a lot of tea, okay? The Ghislaine Maxwell case is also on trial right now. Thank God I won't get shadow banned on podcasts, but if you haven't kept up with that, you need to. I We need to get as much information out of Ghislaine until someone kills her. And I say that, I say that, like kind of as a joke, but also like, sorry, I don't believe Epstein killed himself. Sorry. I don't, I do not buy it. I don't know. You guys tell me I'll put a poll on that too. Is Pete Davidson hot and did Jeffrey Epstein kill himself? Like, what do you think? Um, so anyways, that was just, I had to get that off my chest. I've been thinking about it. I've been mauling over it. I need, I need to know from you guys, both of those things, Epstein and Pete Davidson. Okay. Oh, all right, on to the big stuff. Um, why my dogs are dead and why I'm getting divorced. Both of those are extremely inaccurate and not happening. Um, it's it's actually quite the opposite. My my dogs are actually living in Africa with Wyatt while he is in the Peace Corps. Um, it's a full disclosure thing. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But Wyatt actually did move to Africa Um, he's over there doing missionary work right now. The dogs are actually with his mom. Um, I'm also kidding. Um, I'm I'm actually joking because it, it really can't be announced, but why it's actually working for NASA and the dogs are actually going to be one of the... first few ever in space with him. So he's actually partnered with Tesla, with Elon Musk. They're taking up a small rocket ship to NASA, um, like to the NASA space station. It's going to be fucking crazy. I'm not supposed to tell anyone, but I'm telling you guys because you know, you're here. You deserve to hear it first. Okay. I'm actually joking. Wyatt kind of, he does this thing. If you, okay. Have you ever heard of Dexter Morgan? Well, he kind of does the same thing. He kills people that have done bad shit, okay? So he, he's he been doing the Lord's work, to be quite honest, but he's actually now out being a lumberman because he can't have his location disclosed. The cops are kind of onto him. Don't send them to this podcast. Um, he's actually in Canada. And the dogs um, are with him to help disguise his scent in the snow. Okay, I lied. All right, the real truth, <laughs> why it's actually courting a new wife right now. Um, have you guys ever heard of like sister wives, you know, when like you actually end up becoming polygamous and you have multiple wives? Well, him and I have been in a really deep discussion the past six months about, you know, how we want to spice up our marriage. And we decided to bring in another woman, um, mostly, for, mostly for me, to be honest. Um, but he's actually courting her right now um, in a different state. And they're kind of working on their new marriage before we kind of introduce her to Maddox and like me and, you know, me being pregnant. Like it's just, we want to make sure that there is a different experience for her to bring her into the home comfortably. Um, so he's actually courting her right now, making sure that it's a good fit for our family. He's really putting so much effort into it. So they actually have the dogs, again, kind of just making it a wholesome family thing, introducing the dogs to her, getting their scent. And then she's actually going to come live with us here, probably by the probably by the new year. Um, so consider it my Valentine's Day gift. Um, I'm so excited. And yeah, that's... <laughs> Sorry, I was <laughs> I was really trying to see how many stories I could make up before I kind of just like blanked. And it was the sister wives for me. That That is probably the most dramatic, extreme story that I could have created. I don't know, the NASA one was pretty crazy too. But guys, there is... There's some things that like I just cannot share online. And that's why I share them on my podcast. So I know people like, you know, you probably just fucking say it on your Instagram story. Well, um, I fucking can't because Wyatt's job could be in jeopardy. Okay. He is working his tail off at his job in Ohio. And he simply cannot be with us yet. And with us selling our home in Ohio and moving. Um, which again, if you guys have listened, you know, you know, all this shit, but with us moving, he took the load for our family and continuing his job to keep crushing it, um, and keep planning out our life and our goals. And it's such a small blimp of time for us to be away from each other. But we knew with the dramatic move that we had to make that it was what worked best for us. Um, it was the end of August And we were looking at houses and I mostly just looked for houses because I was depressed being away from my family. And so I looked for houses kind of just for fun. Um, But there was a home that came up that ends up being our home now. And it was in the perfect location. The price range was um, where we were comfortable wanting to have a forever home, right? Somewhere where we can raise Maddox. At this time, I didn't know I was pregnant. During the summer, I told Wyatt, if I was ever pregnant again, I could not be pregnant in Ohio. Like, I need my family around me, and that's that. So, end of August, I find this home. He likes it. I like it. We go, I go see it by myself. Wyatt doesn't even come with me. I had a dentist appointment that I had to come home for anyways, and so I was like, I'm going to go see this house because why not? You know what I mean? I just, I'm going to take a chance, and let's get, um, let's get pre-approved like just in case. And if, if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out, you know, whatever. And I told him, I said, if we get pre-approved and we don't get this house, I am i won't look again till spring, till summer, till whenever, you know, so we were, we were in agreement. So I went and looked at this home. I had a few others set up actually, but this home specifically that we ended up going with was the first home we saw. And immediately when I walked in, everything was perfect. So I called Wyatt And I said, we should put an offer in. It's been on the market for almost 90 days. We can offer under asking, yada, yada. He was kind of like, okay, let's do it. And if they accept, they accept. And if not, you know, we move on. Well, they countered by like five grand. It was nothing. And Wyatt and I were literally on the phone with each other on FaceTime. We're like, should we just like, do we do it? Like, what do we do? We had no plan to move. Our timeline was not this. So when we made the decision, and Wyatt said, "You know what? Say fucking yeah. Let's fucking do it. I'm taking a chance on myself. We're taking a chance on each other. Here we are." So we just did it. Like literally went and saw a house and said, "Yeah, we'll buy it." Like it was, it was almost ridiculous. So once I got back home, it really was scatter mode of like, "How, how are we gonna? How are we gonna make this work? What the fuck? What did we just do?" It was stressful, but it was exciting. So Wyatt has his job and he's still working and we're just figuring it out day by day, week by week. And that's just where we're at. And right now since I work from home and you guys support me enough to be able to do that, um, I'm able to go visit him. He comes and visits sometimes on the weekends he can, um, he's still able to work from home. So on the days that he works from home, he can leave early to like drive here. So we've just been making it work and it's, it's not fun. I feel terrible for Wyatt because he's missing out on Maddox, um, for these new parts of his life. But it was also this, such a short blimp of time for us to end up being in living the life that we want together. You know? So like we sacrifice, we both sacrifice different things to be where we're at, you know? And so it's just, it's been hard and it's been sad, but it's also been really nice because when, When in marriage, do you typically have like a break from each other? You know what I mean? Like when in marriage, do you really get to like, be like, Hey, um, I need a week. I need a month by myself. You know what I mean? Like it's been really nice. And it's allowed us to like, just appreciate what we do for each other in a different way. And also just having space, you know, I've been pregnant. I'm a bitch. Okay. And so it's just been nice to like, have that opportunity to just do what I need to do by myself now it's been really hard for me to take care of Maddox and myself and the house and everything and that's why he has the fucking dogs okay the dogs are still alive and well it's crazy to me that so many people ask about the dogs because even since Maddox has been born in general I've like barely posted them ever and before Maddox, I, I posted them quite a bit, don't get me wrong, but they weren't like a part of my aesthetic. Like it's not like they were in every photo with me, right? And to where it was like, where's your dogs? Like they're a part of your brand. Like they weren't a part of my brand. Like some influencers, you know the dogs they have. For example, Paris Hilton. Girl, you knew she had Tinkerbell. You know what I mean? Like she, that was a part of her brand. Um Elle Woods in Legally Blonde, you know, her dog. It's like, again, a part of the brand, right? For me, it's like, sometimes, like who, fuck my dogs, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, um, I've just been getting a slew of questions the past few months of like where they're at and they're, everyone's like stressed about my dogs, um, which is crazy. It's like, what about me telling you that I want to like off myself? You know what I mean? Like, hello, are my fucking dogs that important? Um, And I know a lot of it is just stated out of love and curiosity and i totally get that and again i i would disclose but like by the time i spend energy especially in terms of the dogs aspect someone asks the next fucking day so it's like even if i do a question box and answer it it's gonna get asked again and so it's just like it's not sorry it's just not worth my time you know what i mean so the dogs are with wyatt because him and his mom are able to take care of them better than i would be right now um and sometimes, I don't know if it's me being just like over dramatic or me, I don't know, but I actually get really offended sometimes when people ask me, like, where are the dogs? Because it's very obvious that I am by myself. Um, it's very obvious that I have a child. It's very obvious that I'm pregnant. It's very obvious that I've been struggling. And like I said, it's very obvious in general that Wyatt is not here. And so for someone to ask, where's the dogs? It almost like pisses me off because it's like, I'm already naturally a default parent to Maddox. Like I'm his mom. Moms, we just do shit differently, okay? So it's like, then I also, ha- I'm I'm supposed to just be the dog's mom too. And, ha- and I have to take care of him. You know what I mean? It's like, my husband gets to live his fucking life right now and do whatever the fuck he wants, besides working. If he wanted to get up and go to Target right now, he could literally do it. If he wanted to get up and go work out right now, he could literally do it. Now, I could too, because I have a nanny here, but for the most part, I haven't. I, you gotta fucking load up the kid. You gotta put their goddamn jacket on. You gotta get, get their diapers. You gotta, you know, it's hard. It is hard to get out with the kids. So right now, Wyatt, not only does he live without a wife, he's living without a kid. And he gets to just, like, be doing whatever. And that's okay. Um, because again, he's taking on a different load for our family. But with that being said, I almost get pissed sometimes. I'm like, so I'm supposed to do all of these things on top of running a business on top of recording podcasts on top of creating content on top of promoting X, Y, and Z on top of, you know, it's like, what, who, what girl, honey, I cannot, let me tell you, I'm, I'm good at doing stuff. I cannot do it all. And that is one thing that I cannot do. So again, it's why it's take taking a different load for us. And in that load, he's also taken the dogs. Now the dogs, it's a little bit of a confusing situation though, because, um, and I've told you guys this, I think, um, mostly I've talked about, it, especially in my postpartum episode. If you guys haven't listened to that, it's a really good one, re- whether you guys have had a baby or not, it's just, it was really fun, really eye Um, but I did talk about how I fucking hated my dogs. I said, I'm a fucking dog hater. Okay. Now I will say, as I've had a break from them recently, I have, I have appreciated them more. I almost needed a break from them. Right. So I I do. I miss them. I really do. Um, but I will say going through postpartum, going through Maddox and the NICU, going through recovery, going through learning how to balance everything as a mom, they destroyed our old house. Once Maddox got home, especially they lashed out not necessarily Reggie Reggie is a great dog he is a goal uh he's a cockapoo I'm sorry and he's very smart um he is just fucking he's a leech I got him when I started working from home just like in general and to where he has terrible separation anxiety that is his downfall he also pees he has bladder issues okay you you like look at him like you want to pet him and he'll pee so that's frustrating, but he doesn't pee in the house on purpose. Now, Jax, he will piss and shit everywhere. And most of it is, I think, out of spite. When I first got him, he was a rescue dog and he was, he was a shit from the start. Okay. But I had more time to have patience with him. And once I had Maddox, there was no patience left. Okay. He was destroying a home that I paid for and peeing everywhere. Um, It was terrible. So once Maddox was born, and especially with him being in the NICU, I didn't know if he was going to have any allergies, any issues. So the dogs could no longer run the house. They were not only peeing everywhere, but there was then like Jax especially had dog hair everywhere. Reggie doesn't really shed, but I can't, you can't treat one dog one way and the other, not the other, right? It's like, it's rude. So both of them had the whole kitchen to themselves as well as the outside and the patio. And they, had, they have a great life. Okay. They had a lot of room. It's not like they were in a fucking four by four kennel. Okay. So once they were, um, once Maddox came home, they were confined to the kitchen and sometimes we would let them up in bed with us for a minute. But again, Maddox was in the room and then I was worried about the hair and and so was Wyatt. And so we made the joint decision to train them in the kitchen. Um, so once we were able to do that and make that decision, it was us getting a new home. I told Wyatt, they are not running this new house. This new house is 10 times nicer than our old house. This, they're not ruining this home. So we're working on a game plan of how to create a little room for them and um, have some area for them. But here's where the situation gets tricky. I, I have definitely thought about rehoming them. And I say, I say that with confidence because you know what? Rehoming dogs has such a bad stigma there are some people that rehome dogs because they are fucking piece of shit people. Don't, don't get me wrong. There are some situations where rehoming dogs is, is just very cruel, especially when you rehome them to another person who won't give a shit for them, right? So it's like if you're gonna rehome a dog or a cat or an animal, they need to be rehomed at least with someone who could better the quality of their life, right? I'm not gonna give my dogs to someone who is unable to feed them who is unable to provide them a backyard, who is unable to take them for walks, right? I would have a very rigid set necessary need for who would have my dogs. Now, when I talked rehoming them with Wyatt, they, it was very sad. And I said, I don't know if I can do this, but if we do, it's only with someone we know. I would still want them like in my life, right? So Reggie, someone wanted Reggie, that Wyatt's mom knew. I said, no, Reggie's a great dog. If I don't want to shit on Jax, but I would keep Reggie because he can still be trained. He's only two years old. And Jax, on the other hand, he grew up with Wyatt's mom. Wyatt's mom is recently divorced. Um, she just lost her mom. Um, and she lives by herself and she's always had dogs. She used to have three wiener dogs. And when I lived with her, they all three died. It was fucked up. Within like three months, they all died. These dogs that they've had for like 15, 18 years. So she loved Jax. She really helped me raise him because when I got him, I moved then to Ohio and I worked a 40-hour job internship and she watched Jax. She worked from home. So she wants Jax. Now, I'm not against it right now. I'm really not because at the end of the day, I would see her probably at least once a month. Jax would come in. Like, I mean, he lives a great life there. He runs the house. He doesn't even pee into her house. Like, I swear to God, he just hates me now. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm definitely, I'm not against it. I'm really not. Um, but I'm not for it right now. I, I want, I want to give Jax the chance to prove me wrong here at the house. Um, And I've tried to contact some big training people where I could like literally ship them off for like three weeks and have them come back different dogs. But no one's got back to me. No one's got back to me. They probably don't fucking want them either. You know what I mean? mean? They're like, what is your dog's issue? I'm like peeing and shitting in the house. They're probably like next we'll take someone else. (laughs) So that has been a really difficult journey for me because you know, everyone tries to look for something to, hate me for and that's okay um I'm I know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea neither are you listening guess what I'm sorry but there's someone that probably doesn't like you either so even if you don't like me that's fine but guess what someone also doesn't like you you know it's like welcome to life I don't care I'm not hurt however there is people that just like keep looking for things to like cancel me one of them probably being if I ever found out I rehome my dog girl I would be all over probably like reddit YouTube someone would make something about me and how I totally disrespect my dogs. Okay, here's here's what I think. Would you rather me rehome my son um because he he bothers the dogs or would you rather me rehome my dogs because I can't be a good mom? Because I can't be a good mom for my son and them. And I say for my son and them, because they trigger me so much. Like I said, I I feel like since I've had a break from them, I feel a little bit better and refreshed. But them peeing on the house, them barking, girl, you drop a pin and they fucking bark. Like they would wake up Maddox all the time in our old house when he would sleep and it would kill me. It would kill me. Um, And I know a lot of people who have had children and their relationship with their dogs have changed. Everyone told me it would, and I didn't think it would, and it did. And that's Okay. Um, The thing is, is I'm working on it and I'm going to see if I can make it work. I really am. Um, And you know what? At the end of the day, if I choose to rehome Jax with his, with Wyatt's mom, I wouldn't even say rehome. He would be like at home. Like he loves being there. Like I said, dude, I think he just hates me. I don't know. Um, He probably also catches the vibe. He probably also catches the vibe. All right. But if I chose to do that, guess what? I don't have to fucking tell you. So That's that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Period. That's on period. So that's definitely the tea with the dogs. I feel like that, that bucket of worms is a little bit bigger because it is a very touchy subject. Very touchy subject. Especially for people who don't have kids yet and their kids are their dogs. You can't put yourself in the position of what it would be like with a kid. You just can't. You just cannot. Do not pass judgment. Do not pat, you get there and you fucking check in with me. You really do. You let me know. Um, again, I also didn't have any help. So would my relationship with my dogs have been different if I would have had daycare, right? If I would have been able to have my mom come over every once in a while and help with my son. I don't know. I don't know. But the, I'm going to, if any, if there's anyone getting divorced, it's me and Jax, not me and Wyatt. <laughs> And I'm just kidding. I love Jax with all my heart. When I'm around him, him and I, we still, we vibe. Okay. We, I love him. He is my first pupper. He's the best. However, when you see your dog thrive elsewhere, it's almost a disservice to not allow them to keep thriving. Right? So we'll see. That's me being honest with you guys. I don't know. I don't know what the future holds with Jax. Reggie, we will keep. Reggie's a great dog. He loves Maddox. It's just the peeing issue. And I feel like at that point, we know why he pees. So it's like if there's someone new coming over, if there's what, it's like he just, he has to be outside and he has to be introduced outside so he can pee. Or he needs a diaper on. Wait, Like at this point, we just, we know. We keep saying maybe he'll grow out of it. I don't think he's growing out of it. (laughs) So those are my two biggest things right now. Wyatt and I are fine. We're well. I actually get to leave in a few days um, to go spend a whole week in Ohio. Not gonna lie, it's gonna fucking suck because we're gonna be staying at his mom's, and it's just you know you have a small room and a queen bed, right? It's not our house. It's not our kitchen. It's not where Maddox's food is. Where his toys are. You know, it's it's hard. It's just so hard to travel with a kid. Um, but I'll be there for a week. I'm excited. I actually have a few days of daycare set for him where I used to take him in Ohio, um, so that I can go work out and like get out of the house. I'm actually really excited. Like it'll be, it'll actually be really nice. And, um, on top of being able to spend time with his mom and him, um, he has a work Christmas party that we're going to go to. I get to get dressed up, get away from Maddox for a few hours. Um, then we have a family Christmas party. Um, and what else was there? There was one more thing. I don't know, but I'm, I'm just excited. I'm excited. It'll be a fun week. And again, I get to spend the time with Wyatt. Oh, what I was going to tell you guys, super exciting news. Wyatt and I are going to have an overnight somewhere else without addicts. I know. Oh my God. I know I'm excited too. Don't scream too loud. Um, we are going to the Western Michigan football game, their bowl game. Um, it is December 27th in Detroit. And so we're going to go to the football game together. And it's like an 11 a.m. game. Wyatt took PTO. We're going to go up Sunday, get a hotel, spend the night. Um, we might do like an escape room. We might do, um, we might go to like the zoo lights, like the Detroit zoo lights. And yeah, we'll like, we'll see. But it's just going to be me and him. And my mom is watching Maddox. And it's just, I'm so excited. I'm literally like smiling ear to ear talking about it. It's going to be so fun. And yeah, I'm pumped for it. Like, oh my God, it'll be so fun. Um, But yeah, that's all I really have for you guys today. Sorry that that was so long winded. I hope that you laugh though. Um, I have to just poke jokes guys. I know that a lot of people ask out of love. I really do. When you become in a relationship with someone online, kind of like, you know, me and you, we're friends, right? Like you, you want to check in on me. Hey girl, are you white? Okay. I understand. Like I really, really, really do. Um, but there are certain people that ask out of being very nosy and wanting to take my business to the internet, right? And that, that's okay. I sign up for that. Um, however, if you want the answer, you're going to get it on my time, okay? So um, if, if you got what you needed today, go buy something and use my code that can be your payment for me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I hope that you guys enjoyed the episode, even maybe like felt a little bit more comfortable in your own journey. Or if you're someone going through something who like you, you want a drastic change for you and your family. It's okay to be apart from your husband for a while. It's okay to, to take a leap. It's okay to take a chance and you'll get through it. And that's where I'm at right now, I'm getting through it. And because of that, it's also pushed me into a new dimension of growth, like getting a nanny, getting someone to help me, asking for help, saying that I need help. You know, it's, it's been big for me to be able to accept help. It's been awesome. Um, I also just checked the um, baby cam and Maddox is peacefully sleeping in his bed. That's awesome. And I didn't even have to do it. You know, it's, that's exactly what I just I needed, right? So I'm gonna get off here. I'm going to do another client check-in. I'm going to go work out and then I'm going to go. I'm going to get me and nanny lunch. I would disclose her name, but I just, I, I think I want to keep that private. I feel like that's safe. If there's anything, I'll call her B. There we go. I'm going to go get me and B lunch. Um, get out of the house again, trust her to watch Maddox while I'm not in the home and maybe stop by, see my sister just to kind of flex a little bit. Hey, I'm by myself. How's it feel? (laughs) And, um, go from there. So I hope that you guys have an amazing day. Next Sunday, I'm actually going to be breaking down a few creepy gym stories. And I really want to discuss how the fuck to be confident in the gym. We're about to be in January. A lot of you guys might visit the gym again for the first time. You know, we might be taking a winter break. Okay. And that's fine. But how can we feel confident in the gym with creepy fucking men, creepy men? Sorry, I'll call you out. You are creepy. How can we be comfortable in the gym? What are our horror stories? And my tips for you, okay? So have a great day, happy Sunday. Thank you for tuning in with me. Um, <laughs> thank you for allowing me to clickbait. Thank you for understanding. Um, thank you for maybe laughing with it because at the end of the day, it's it's just fun for me, okay? Um, it's fun for me and you know, if we need to make this podcast pop off, and I need to contort the truth, I'm going to do it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Okay, have a great day. Love you guys.